0: In January, I've been preaching about Scripture, about reading the Scripture well, submitting to its authority, and allowing God to change your world through the Bible. Well, I want to use the podcast to pass along some good Bible study skills, some habits that will help Carterville read the Bible better. So I've shared one already, but today I want to share a second one. I want to talk about what it means to use a HEAR method, H E A R. That's an acrostic that I'll explain as we proceed. So basically, I want to try to use some tools to help us learn to get to the point, to understand what God was saying in Scripture, so that we can hear and obey it. And the tool that I want to give you today is to train you to ask some questions that will allow you to be a careful reader of the Bible. So let's talk about the here. Bible study method. There's all kinds of different tools just like this one. So in this one, H, E, A, and R are all going to stand for different steps of guided Bible study with the end result that they would train you like training wheels on a bike to become a better reader of scripture by walking through each of these steps. Now, first of all, I've got to tell you, you might have heard some other Bible study tools that sound really similar. Uh, I used one at one point in time called LISTEN, L-I-S-T-E-N, where every letter stood for a step of your Bible study. A lot of people are familiar with one that has been around for a long time, "Sword," as in S-W-O-R-D, like the Word of God is the Sword of the Spirit, where S-W-O-R-N-D each stand for Steps of Biblical Interpretation. There are lots of different tools just like this one, and I'm going to tell you from the front. I don't know that this one is better than the other ones. So if you already have a Bible study method like this that guides your reading, go ahead and use it. Don't trade it in for something that I'm gonna give you. But if you don't and you would benefit from this, let's talk about the HERE method. All right. This works best if you use a journal. You can go to buy the cheapest notebook that you can find at the store up the street, or you can buy a fancy, pretty journal. It doesn't matter to me at all. I've used both and they are equally effective. But the idea is that you'll use this journal to help you track your reading. The journal becomes kind of a dialogue partner with you, a companion that will hold some of your thoughts, but also will become a tool to guide your thoughts. So, Imagine this, you open your journal, you write today's date at the top, you write the scripture passage that you're reading today. I'm in the book of Genesis, so maybe I'm writing Genesis chapter 50 or Genesis 42, whatever it is that you're studying today in your devotional life, you write that at the top with the day's date. Then down along the left margin, as you're learning to use this tool, you write the letters H and then go down a few, Few lines E, down a few lines, A, down a few lines R. So now your blank page has been filled with a little bit. So the left side has the word H E A R going down the left margin from top to bottom. You have your scripture passage recorded at the top and the date for today. Now let's talk about what H E A and R stand for. H stands for highlight. E stands for examine. A stands for apply. R stands for respond. So each step of the process has meaning. Now, let's talk about what it looks like to walk through this. Beside the H, you want to highlight things that stand out in this passage. So if you read a chapter of the Bible, you may highlight specific verses that stand out to you as particularly compelling or verses that kind of make sense of the whole step of the story. As the Spirit reveals things to you, write that down beside the H for highlight. You might also look for the repetition of words or phrases. Maybe those words or phrases are repeated inside your chapter, or maybe you notice that a word or phrase has been repeated from something you read three chapters ago, so that as this particular piece of the biblical story moves forward, you're finding the repetition of a particular phrase or idea or the reversal of something from a few chapters back. So when you find those specific things that seem to pop out, write that down in the highlight section. These are the things that got your attention. These are the things that stood out to you. Second, you move down to the E, examine section. Well, I want to encourage you as you're learning this method, while you examine the text, now you're beginning to ask, what did that mean? As you examine the story, what happened? What did it mean? So this is when you start to ask questions about the life of the biblical characters, the life of the authors who wrote them, the settings in which they were written, Or maybe even key words that pop up, well, what do they mean? If you read the word justification in the passage and you don't know what it means... Well, this is where you would begin to explore that and write it down in the examine part. Now, some of the advantages of using a journal is that if you don't want to stop and do that kind of research because you've only got a certain number of minutes for your quiet time, well, just write down the questions that you want to answer and then you can begin to research them. Whether that's a complex word, a biblical idea, or a life setting for the Apostle Paul in one of his letters. The examine section is where you would start to notice Uh, what is being said, and what it means. You know, why was this true? Uh, Why was it written? What was happening? What does it mean? What is God saying here? So the examine section is when you start to examine the text to understand what it meant when it was written. Move to the next step. A H E A R A stands for apply. So now it's time to begin to apply what you read. So whatever the passage was, what should you do about it? Does it change something about your beliefs? Does it teach you some new doctrine? Is it telling you how to behave? As you read it, do you know that you need to go apologize to someone or repair a broken relationship? What would it mean for you to obey what was talked about in that text, maybe following a positive example of a biblical character, for example, you know, as I move through Genesis, I know that when I get to chap- to the end of chapter 50, I'm going to hear Joseph say, you know, what you all meant for harm. God intended for the good and used it to rescue lots of people. Well, maybe you need to change your perspective about events that have happened to you. Or perhaps you're reading something in the New Testament about forgiveness and you 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 hear Jesus tell Peter, you should forgive 70 times 7. Well, obviously, how do I apply that text? Gosh, I'm supposed to forgive. If you heard Corey read Paul's encouragement to Timothy to rightly divide the word of truth. Okay, well, how do you apply that? I'm going to determine to be a better student of the Bible. Okay, so a, you're asking questions about how to apply this text, and those applications could come in behaviors that you need to change. You know, I need to stop. I need to stop gossiping or lying. Or I need to stop slandering people. Uh, it, I need to stop drinking so much. I need to stop. You know, neglecting the gathering together of the church body. I need to stop. You know, being rude to my parents. Whatever. So it could be behaviors, or it could be it could be emotions. It could be that this passage informs the way we feel in our inner being, you know, and that I need to do something else with my anger. I don't need to process my anger by just venting it because the the anger of man does not accomplish the righteousness of God. Maybe you read that today. So it could be that it talks about our emotional world, how we're supposed to feel or be. Or it might even be that it teaches us to think differently, that applying this text requires changing our worldview, our ideas, something at the level of what we believe. So, As we move through H-E-A-R, I appreciate the A step, the application step, so that the Word of God can change you. Remember, we're not reading the Bible just so that we will know more. We're reading the Bible so that we'll be changed into the image of Jesus. We want to encounter God, and one step of that is that we would begin applying what we read. So, the A section, application. The last letter in our acrostic is R, respond. How am I going to respond to what I wrote? I think the best way to handle this is just to write a short sentence or a couple of sentences at the end of your reading to say, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to call my friend and make amends. I'm going to begin praying for my enemies. I'm going to uh, budget differently. I'm going to become more generous. I'm going to hold my tongue. Uh, I'm going to have a conversation with my spouse about my temper. But this is where we begin to take one step forward to respond to what we read today in the Word. This is like a commitment between us and Jesus. Imagine reading your journal two years later and reading these respond statements. Some of them will be so ordinary and simple. You know, I'm going to believe the truth of the gospel, not the lies of the devil or whatever. But some of these will be very, very specific. You know, I'm going to go apologize to my son. Well, it'd be amazing to remember what happened when we read the Bible. So this tool that I'm passing along today, it's a journaling method. It works best if you write it down. You don't have to, but it works best if you do. H-E-A-R, the here method of biblical study. You can use this in your small groups. If you're discipling someone, you can use the H-E-A-R method to track what you're reading in your scriptures as you guys prepare for your weekly meetings. But this is a terrific tool for reading the Bible well and for actually paying attention to what the text says and what God wants you to do. So let's read the Bible better, Carterville. And this might be a tool to help you do just that. Thanks for tuning in to today's podcast. I love you. God bless you. I can't wait to see you Sunday morning.